Welcome to the Collections by Michelle Brown Show, a show about people living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality as they create change. This episode is brought to you in partnership with the Center for Peace Counseling and Holistic Healing Services. I want to welcome my guest, Chris Kipp, who's involved with Macomb Pride. Chris, first of all, anybody who helps keep Pride going is a friend in my book, and also how wonderful it is to talk to you as we're also celebrating National Coming Out Day. Exactly. What a perfect day to be hosted on your show. I, I really appreciate you inviting me on here, and thank you for the uh, honor. So is Macomb County your home? Yes. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I live in Mount Clemens. Oh, uh, I love Mount mm-hmm. A few blocks from where this is all about to take place. Mm-hmm. Now, Macomb Pride, Macomb County Pride, is, I guess you could almost call it the new kid on the block. <laughs> Organizationally, when did you guys come together and, and think about doing Macomb County Pride? You know, most people, if they think of, of LGBTQ community in Michigan, it's like, well, of course, there's affirmations, there's the whole Southeast Michigan, there's Lansing, there's Grand Rapids, but Macomb County, you know, when did you guys decide, you know, we need to, we need to put our, our pin in the flag, our flag in the ground? Um, so that really was, uh, 2019, uh, Phil Gilchrist, our president, and some friends were gathered on his back porch um, or his deck, mm-hmm. and uh, they were discussing like the political climate and things that had gone on. And then it, the conversation led into, you know, we live in Montcalm County, and there is no out at the time. There was no out gay elected officials. Um, as well as we really don't have the resources that other counties have. You have Affirmations, you have Ruth Ellis, you have LGBTQ Detroit, you have all of these organizations in Oakland and Wayne County that support the gay community, but we really don't have that much in Macomb County, nothing specific to where it's the LGBT community servicing the LGBT community. Um, mm-hmm. um, so it really was born out of that. Like, how do we make that happen? How do we plant that seed? How do we get that going? Um, so they decided to create a pride event and initially it was going to be, um, a small like resource fair, um, and a parade type thing. That's the initial plan was for 2020 um, but thankfully, due to COVID, one of the the few pluses of COVID is it has given us a lot of time to really grow the organization and get a better foothold and get ourselves more known. And as well as it really is, so Macomb County, there is 870 plus thousand people that live here in the county. So if you go off of the 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 age-old 10% of the community of any given population is of the LGBTQIA community, then that means 87,000 people here in Macomb County identify as queer mm-hmm. um, in some shape or form. So that really kind of um, added some seriousness to it. And I... I say that wrong. It's not really added seriousness, but really like with kind of one of those like, oh boy, um, like we're representing a lot of people moments. Um, Mm -hmm. So out of that, um, we chose to grow it into a much bigger 
um, event, uh, we have started having not just this Pride event, but we've started to reach out to different organizations to help us um, get the resources. We've, we have a uh, monthly webisode that we talk to. Every month is a different topic. Um, it could be drug addiction. It could be abuse. It could be coming out. Um, in which we bring on those resources mm-hmm. that are here in Macomb County to discuss. Um, you know, I've known people, I mean, who lived in Macomb County. I had a friend who um, lived in Mount Clemens. He and his partner lived in Mount Clemens. And um, they they moved out of state. But it's not... If you know, like, if you were to sell, like, put your gay dial on, Macomb County isn't. You know, prior to coming together, that what did how did members of a community? Where was their space? Where did they go? What did they do? We what, that was. Uh huh. I'm sorry. I for, um, that was that. And that's really what this was born out of. Um, at one point in time, back in the 90s, there was a gay bar in Mount Clemens. That has since closed um, many years ago. Um, and really, to, to, for any kind of gathering place, safe place, everything was in Oakland or Wayne County. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So exactly. it was really, mm-hmm. really like an underserved community here in Macomb County that we're hoping to to change that and really show like, hey, we are here, we have a presence here, we are valued, um, and we bring something to the table. What made you decide? Because, you know, starting a new organization, even if it was just for one event, but starting a unit, new unit, organization, taking on, really, it's a responsibility to your community that we're going to try to do this and make a space for this. What made you decide that this is something that really needs to happen and that you wanted to invest your time and talent to making happen? Um, That is a a question I have pondered myself. It really is... um, Quite honestly, I, I feel like this was my calling. This was the mm-hmm. this was the the aha moment where I get to leave my mark for future generations to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Um, wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. So, McComb, I'm sorry. What did, did did do other people when they see that you're doing it? Do they go like, of course? This is what Chris is, Chris is supposed to do, you know. Um, so what? So I am also an auto worker. I work for Ford Motor Company, um, mm-hmm. and what this has really opened people's eyes to about me is intersectionality mm-hmm. and duality. Of I can be many things. Mm-hmm. I can be an auto worker that works in a predominantly straight white male environment. I can be somebody who works on their home, um, enjoys renovating, working with power tools. Like all, it, not intentionally, but it, it <laughs> um, opens people's eyes to stereotypes. Like I, yes, I am effeminate, but you don't count me out and don't pigeonhole me into a certain category. Amen. Amen to that. Although, when you said power tools, I said, wait a minute. Are you coming into my lane? <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> me some lesbians, and we can talk power tools all the day. <laughs> you know, but, but, but like you said, like people do have these preconceived notions about what, who we are and what we're about. And the fact that, you know, you worked on the assembly line. You know, even though Ford might score high points with HRC, 
because of their inclusivity, it's like, but, you know, it's not just from top down. You're there, you're working there on the line doing that, and you change hearts and minds by people seeing you, you know, by seeing you, knowing you. So how much were you influenced, like, saying, like, this is the time by what was happening politically in this country? Oh, I would say heavily, heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it wasn't something that I was um, really out searching for. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, so they had, in um, to ring in 2020, Macomb County Pride, at, at the time I wasn't part of the organization. Mm-hmm. They had a uh, dragging in the New Year. It was a drag show and a uh, dance party up at... Um, the Emerald Ballroom, which is a theater downtown Mount Clemens. And I was like, you know what? I want to do something different for New Year's. So we went and tried that. And I was like, you know, it's really kind of cool that we have this um, organization here in Macomb County. I'd like to support it and see what it's all about. And it just kind of blossomed and grew from there. They're like, hey, would you like to volunteer to help us? I was like, gladly. And then they're Mm -hmm. like, hey, We'd like you to be a board member, gladly. And it's, it has grown from there. And it has become really a passion project for me. Mm-hmm. How large is the board? The board is nine members. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of your good friends, Pamela Alexander, is a board member. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love me yeah. for Pamela. She is <laughs> such a great person. Mm-hmm. Um. When they're calling out, do you see a lot of people, I mean, because I know that, you know, you're putting, like, sort of volunteers to work on it. Has it been nice to see people in the community, like, sort of, like, come forward and wanting to volunteer and be a part of this Macomb County Pride? You know, even though we had the COVID, the COVID break, but has it been a, a rallying point to help really people, like, sort of say, hey, we're here and we're queer and we are part of this community? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, One of the things that we did back in June um, is we, there are, uh, I might, I used to have this number right off the top of my head. It's either 27 or 37 municipalities here in Macomb County. And we put out to each of those municipalities to pass a pride resolution declaring June Pride Month in their municipality. And we asked the public, like, hey, help us do this. And we ended up getting eight municipalities to pass it, which is not a lot, but um, it is was a start. And it was there was some real surprises in there of municipalities that reached out to us like, hey, we want to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, and it's something about wanting your community to be the best that it is and right. recognizing, too, you know, that there are young people, you want people, young people to stay there and make Macomb County their home, not go like, this is not welcoming, I'm out, because right. the whole place suffers from it. Exactly. Your board, how, I mean, you said it was like nine members. Are they all ages? And do they bring in, you know, the really beauty of the different parts of the LGBTQIA community? Absolutely, absolutely. I will say that um, I give Phil Gilchrist kudos because he created a or brought in a very diverse, inclusive board. We have Randall Crocker, who is the founder mm-hmm. of... Uh, Transgender Michigan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We have Pamela Alexander. We have Cecilia, I'm going to pronounce her name, Zavalia. Um, mm-hmm. We have Phil Gilchrist. We have myself. We have Carrie Gilchrist. We have... Um, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> that. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there is 
a little bit of everything. We you have the bisexual, the non-binary, the like, so everybody brings something to the table to really um, give you an all eyes on deck kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like what what are we doing and what are we missing? Mm-hmm. You know, you come together, and I know that you didn't just come together to do pride, but what the mission of Macomb County Pride? The the mission is to for the pride event itself is to to bring everybody together, all walks of life, all ages, families, um, to give everybody a place to feel comfortable, to be themselves, to express themselves how they feel they should be expressed um, amongst peers like themselves mm. to really see like hey, I'm not the only one, and I have all of these people around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and that's definitely what, what pride is, is about. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come and talk about the events coming up this weekend. So we'll be yes. right back. Mm-hmm. And we're back here on Collections by Michelle Brown, and I am talking with Chris Kipp, um, who's on the board of Macomb County Pride. Let me tell you this. A couple people besides Pam, I've known Rachel, like, for years, um, who many of us have been involved in Pride and, and coming together. I know that COVID hit. You had it in mind what you wanted to do. What were you able in this period of pandemic between 2020 and 2021, how did what you envisioned from Macomb County's first pride, how did that transform, grow, develop? It really was a, (laughs) a just by, so we'd get this vision and then we'd move forward with it. And then, COVID would change, and then we would have to reinvent. And it really has been a kind of a fly by the seat of our pants, unintentionally again. Mm -hmm. Um, So our first vision for uh, Pride this year, thinking that COVID was still going to be raging, was to do a tailgate where people could stay in their car or stay, you know, in or near their car and then we could have a, a drag show where people could, and a music show where people could turn in, tune in on their radio and listen, but still stay safe, but together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything kind of laxened, so we turned it into a, a, an in-person big pride event, and we really, at that point, we were trying to focus on. How do we be inclusive, number one? And then, so what are the things in the gay community or the LGBTQIA plus community that we have not necessarily felt safe or welcomed at? What can, how can we provide that to set ourselves apart from other prides around um, to the, the LGBTQIA public that we're looking mm-hmm. at? So, we initially had had a um, midway company. We had a Ferris wheel, 
um, Tilt-A-Whirl, like all of that um, signed up to come in. And then um, unfortunately due to COVID, that got canceled. So, and then it got um, moved to October because it felt safer. So we thought we'd be, you know, really out of the woods by October. So now it has become a fall event. And then we didn't realize that when we set October 16th, that that was also sweetest day. Um, so it's like, oh boy, how do we draw people in that, you know, would normally be out having dinner with, you know, their significant other. Um, so it's been, COVID has really given us, um, made us extremely creative and mm-hmm. the ability to think our feet. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, we're going to do this. Ah, no, we're going to do that. <laughs> um, of, of the prides that you've attended, like, you know, and maybe even outside of, of Michigan, but primarily where, you know, we have Motor City Pride, we have um, Ferndale Pride, you know, all these other ones. Was there anyone that that um, the board looked at and said, you know, we'd sort of like to be close to this one, you know? Um, but we, it wasn't a we'd like to be close to this one or, or that one. Um, there were things from from both, Fer, Ferndale Pride and Motor City Pride being the, the two big events, you know, Again, Ferndale being for Oakland County, and then you have Motor City for Wayne County. Um, we ha- they both had things that we really enjoyed about them and that we really liked and that we wanted to replicate for our own. But we also really wanted to make it Macomb-centric mm-hmm. and, and really bring in people from Macomb County to perform, to be artisans, to um, that kind of thing, and, and um, again, show what Macomb County has to offer mm-hmm. and who we are. What was Mount Clemens' response to you saying, hey, we're going to do this, we want to do this, um, this is where we want to? What was the city's response to it? And the community at large? Overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. Mount Clemens was had, was and has been um, open arms, like, please, you know, come here and do this. Um, what, what, do you, what do you need for help with? How can we make this a successful event for you? You know, and really working to build a relationship with us to potentially make this a because Mount Clemens is the county seat so for us it made and luckily I live here and Phil lives here as well but it it made sense to have it here because of the downtown area and because it is the county seat mm-hmm. um, but there are other municipalities that are far bigger uh, in Macomb County but Mount Clemens has been ex- Extremely, I can't even tell you um, how receptive they have been. Like their the DDA will call, like, "Do you need anything? Is everything going yeah. well? What do you?" Um, All right. and we've and when the like when the midway canceled, we no longer needed um, the uh, main street closed. And then we, so we had shot for, our goal was to have 60 vendors. We ended up, we have over 90 vendors. Wow. So we, then we have petitioned the, the city to like, oh, hey, you know, we have these vendors. Um, it has been much more receptive than uh, we had initially thought it was going to be. Could we please close some more streets and to have a bigger footprint? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Here you go. Um, so they have been very, very welcoming. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, okay, so we're coming up on it. 
you know, last week I had the opportunity to talk to Pam Alexander. We sort of touched on it. And although the main event is on Saturday, you're going to start with, for lack of a better word, a pub crawl mm-hmm. on Friday. Yep. So tell us a little bit about that. I mean, when I was hearing some of these places, and I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about making it a weekend in Mount Clemens. Oh, and that's exactly what we wanted. We wanted people to come and enjoy Mount Clemens as well as um, in, be amongst your peers. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the, what really set the three days was the midway um, coming in. They were, it was going to be a three-day midway. Um, and the reason for the midway was, um, you know, who, I, I don't know about you, but myself, like I've never felt comfortable or open or accepted walking around a midway holding my husband's hand mm-hmm. or my boy. So bringing in this midway for us was this, was this huge thing. Like you can kiss on the Ferris wheel. You can walk around. You can win your significant other a teddy bear. Like, no, um, that's cool. Um, so we were really trying to create moments like that, but unfortunately they canceled. Um, but to account, so in conjunction with the midway, we did a drag brunch on Sunday, which is at Gumbo's from 11 to one. The tickets are $38. Um, there will be three drag queens. A, I don't know if you've ever eaten at Gumbo's in Mount Clemens. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, you need to. It is <laughs> fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, by far my favorite downtown restaurant. Just the food is phenomenal. Um, and we uh, went to them and approached them, but like, hey, we'd like to do a drag brunch. And they're like, oh, we're in. Give me, give me, give me, wow. let me, let me, let me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're having the brunch at Gumbo's, um, Mimosa's, Bloody Mary's, uh, Stuffed French Toast the whole kit and caboodle and a hilarious show by uh, Courtney Castro. Um, And they had never hosted a drink friendship. Wow. Nope. Nope. Um, Oh, one of the things that we did do, so being from Mount Clemens, um, a lot of times, the downtown businesses, when there is fairs downtown, they kind of feel like they like the focus is on the fair and not the downtown business. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went around, we created a sticker um, that says, this business is inclusive, all are welcome here. And it has um, a person waving the pride flag. It has a, um, a person in a wheelchair. It has... Um, a person wearing hijab. It, so it's it's in, in that we wanted that to be bigger than just us. But mm-hmm. um, we went around like, hey, we are coming. We are having this festival. We would like, we're not asking for anything from you financially, yeah. mm-hmm. but we we would like your support in knowing that you are a comfortable place for us to come spend our money and for us to hang out. And they're like, absolutely. And we have businesses like, hey, they got a sticker. I want that sticker. Um, so pretty much every business in downtown Mount Clemens has this sticker welcoming people indoors to come in and be a part of their business while they're enjoying pride as well. And they've all been very receptive and very supportive of upcoming and having this event downtown. So with the, the pub crawl, are people going to meet at one place, or should they just look for these stickers? Look for the stickers. Mm-hmm. Um, look for the stickers. And it's so there's several bars that are have agreed to participate, and they're, um, I don't know, they have said that they're going to have drink specials and different things. I don't know exactly what the drink specials will be as of yet, mm-hmm. but um, it's a, and we also tried to, with the pub crawl, um, 
include restaurants. So if if you're not necessarily a drinker, you can at minimum come out and have dinner with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the but the pub crawl is basically everybody has agreed to participate and you meet up with friends. If you, if you don't like this bar, you can go to this bar. You can meet up at whichever bar you like and work your way around town. Um, and part of that, not, not all the bars participate in this, but Mount Clemens has declared the downtown area an oasis. So if you get a special cup from one of the bars, you can walk around with that drink downtown and enjoy the... <laughs> uh-huh. The there's artwork downtown from the DIA, um, wow. various sculptures, so you can walk around and and do different things while enjoying a beverage. Wow, that is so cool! You know, even more reason to come to come there for it. Start on Friday and work your way work your way through. I mean, that is so nice. And you know, they talk about how visibility matters, and you know, I think that there have been. Some businesses who go like, oh, well, they don't know. They don't really know that they are serving the LGBTQIA community. But to have this night and see these people, and like I said, it's not just us. It's our friends and family, family, many who are allies. And to have, you know, if you choose not to participate in it and you see down the street, everybody's going there or walking around with their cups, that's a really clear message. And like I said, and it's more than just like people talk about our gay dollars, but it's our visibility right. that, you know, if you say that you support our community, we're here for you as well. And we're going to come out and we're going to be there. And hopefully they'll think of other days <laughs> that they'll want to do it. I mean, that is just like it. Now, you said that on Friday night, we didn't have to pay anything to come. Saturday is. Uh, which I am looking forward to. Your headliner is another another good friend of mine, Nikki Holland, and that oh, lady, yeah. Elizabeth. You know, yes. I mean, um, Nikki is a, is a dear friend. You have ninety vendors. That is phenomenal. Were you ready for that? Did you have to go no. out and get more tables? <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest, no. <laughs> we, were, we were not prepared. Um, it was it was a good not prepared because we were very pleasantly surprised by it. Um, but we thought having 60 was a goal that we would really have to push for. Mm. And because uh, being our first year, being a grassroots organization, but once once the people realize, I think the only thing that's um, been an issue for us has been getting people aware of our organization and getting people aware of this particular pride. Um, Cause once people find out about it, they're like, Oh my God, I didn't know. Like I'm, I'm in, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I mean, that, that, I mean, and what type of vendors are we going to see? So we're going to see um, various artisans, jewelry, mm-hmm. candles, mm-hmm. scones, um, delicious cakes, Mm. Um, uh, there's cosmetics um, as well as so Henry Ford has, is going to do a COVID vaccination clinic we're also going to have a flu shot clinic there's going to be um, a clinic on site doing HIV testing uh, Is oh one of the things I'm kind of excited about we're having a children's area um, with various children's activity, and we're having a drag queen story time where oh. multiple drag queens throughout the day will read picture books to children, which mm-hmm. I think is amazing to mm-hmm. give that um, freeness to children. Like, mm-hmm. I could be that. Like, that could be me. If I mm-hmm. if that was, if that's who I was, I... I now have that representation to see um, that that's an option for me. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I was a child, you didn't, and I'm sure when you were, we didn't see that representation. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. Yeah. 
And and the fact that you're able to do that, I have a friend who's in the New Jersey, New York area, Harmonica Sunbeam, who does uh, drag queen storytelling. And from as it has evolved to that acceptance and, and kids, like you said, seeing themselves and and seeing other people, people who look, okay, they should say, ask, her, ask her great questions, but being able to tell the stories and doing it, I mean, that is just, like, really exciting. I'm looking to tap into that. You know, I've worked with her, but, I mean, this would be nice to, to meet that. Now, um, I know that we're better. Many of us are vaccinated, but I know that many people still have concerns as far as safety precautions. Um, what are, what's Macomb County Pride asking of people or going to provide? What are they going to see if you want, if you're still concerned about, you know, well, there's a crowd, you know? If, if you are still concerned, which by all means, like I'm concerned, because um, mm-hmm. it is a serious thing. Um, we encourage people, if you, if you want to wear a mask, by all means, wear a mask. Mm-hmm. We are going to have um, hand sanitizing stations um, periodically throughout the festival. We have at all of the um, restroom areas, there is, we've rented the, um, where you wa- wash your hands with actual water, mm-hmm. um, as well as all of the booths are double spaced. So what would normally be a booth next to a booth, next to a booth, next to a booth, you it's a booth, skip a space, booth, skip a space. So it's so you're not all congested in mm-hmm. one area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Now, great entertainment. Loving it, you know. Like I said, oh, the head, headliner is Nikki Holland and the Dirty Elizabeths. Um and I'm sure, because, I mean, the moment that you guys are getting close to it, I got a thing from Nikki, Michelle, we're doing this. Um, the call for entertainers, how did that go? Was it just like word of mouth? Did you have a specific list? Or did you find, you know, as they say, if you if you build that performance stage, they will come? Um, so, my, if you befriend Nikki Holland, they will come. That's <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nikki has been. I I I want to cuss, but she has just been absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. She has pointed me in the right directions, guided me. Like I've gone to her, like, hey, I want a poet. I was really inspired by. Um, I, why am I drawing blanks? Amanda, the who did Foreman. the poet? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. she hooked me up with you. She's like, oh, I am just a person. I'm, I'm calling Michelle. Um, so it has, it, it, for everything that I've ever requested, she's like, oh, I know exactly. I'm going to call so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And then she'll text me five minutes later, oh, so-and-so then. Wow. But Nikki's a force, okay? Let, oh, let's just is. call it that again. Nikki is a force, you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So she, how many? So this is going on like from, I want to say twelve to six thirty. Yes. Mhm. And where will the stage be? I think that I heard Pam say it's going to be close to the river, close to the water. No, no, it no. will actually be opposite the water. Oh, um, okay. So. Um, the Anton Art Center off of Southbound Gratiot, the mm-hmm. stage will be, and, and so Pam was not completely wrong. When mm-hmm. we had a midway, the stage <laughs> was going to be over in a different area by the river to give kind of a seamless flow from the vendor fair to the music stage to the midway. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, with no midway, that's now going to be public parking. Um, we have moved the stage over to um, the bars by where there's a, a strip of fire so you can 
go in and out, listen to music, hang out. Um, mm-hmm. But so the, there's the Anton Art Center, which is on off of Southbound Gratiot, um, right by Macomb Place. The stage will be there. Mm-hmm. And facing east towards Macomb Place. Mm-hmm. And how many performers do you think you're going to have? I mean, I have a list, but, you know, I'll make it work. <laughs> how many performers <laughs> are, I mean, I'm looking, and I know, I mean, there's some people who I also recognize that like you're going to have, you know, sing out Detroit. I mean, and a couple of drag performers, um, um was that? Loud Out with DJ Steven Henderson. I mean, it really looks like a really eclectic mix, you know. I see you having James Taylor, not the James Taylor. <laughs> James Taylor yeah. Jr. Uh-huh. You know, he but did. if you want to sing Fire and Rain, you will take it, okay? Oh, I will put in that request. <laughs> um, and I, mm-hmm. I have eight um, singers, and then I have, or not I, but we have mm-hmm. um, six drag performers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Emily Rogers will be hosting, we now have a dance floor. Uh, wow. There's a stage midway down um, home place that is surrounded by a fountain. We call it the fountain stage. She will be in the fountain stage mixing. Um, people can dance there. Um, at the Cherry Street Mall. And I understand now, I know that um, someone mentioned that Andy Levin will probably uh, be there. Are you expecting any other political kind of dignitaries? We have reached out to, so our county executive, Mark Hackle, will be there. The mm-hmm. mayor of Mount Clemens will be there to speak. Um, we will recognize from the stage the municipalities that did past the pride resolutions we have also reached out to gary peters mm-hmm. um gretchen whitmer uh gilchrist um as well as um lord i'm really being terrible with names no, no, no. i apologize no, um the- dana nessel so mm-hmm. dana nessel initially was signed on to speak um but she had to cancel for other reasons, but she sent us a very cool personal video um, oh, that we great. were going to share here um, in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that'll be cool. Uh, it really is a phenomenal video. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, it's about, I think that it's important that we celebrate and have a good time, but it's also to... Just like we let businesses know that we're there, but and these are members of uh, who know that that we exist and support us, but also to hear and to see, you know that that we're here. But also, you know, when they see us next time they're up there thinking about something, they'll remember that this is part of their constituency because it's really easy to put you know, box A, box B. But, you know, there's this whole huge other box and in Macomb County. I mean, come on. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, come on through, Big Gretch. <laughs> we'll take you. We'll make yeah. you, we'll make a spot available for you on the stage. Mm-hmm. So what will you be doing that day? Will you be just going around making sure everybody's happy, pulling your hair out, laughing, or, or will you, we find you up on that dance stage? I, or all of oh, the above? I, all of the above. Mm-hmm. I, um, as the closer it gets, um, the more nervous I get, um, hoping that everything goes well, but also knowing that there's going to be hiccups, that I need not overreact, that it's going to be fine, but also... Try not to lose too much sleep. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I, I have, well, all of us have really put our heart and souls into this to make this the best pride that we could possibly put on in COVID in Macomb County, downtown Mount mm-hmm. Clemens, that we could possibly do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll tell you, I mean, it's like, <laughs> 
it will be what it's meant to be, but we know it's going to be awesome. You know, um, I can recall, like, once I did an event in Detroit, and um, they were like, and it was for, actually, it was called Gospel and Soul. HRC sponsored it. They were like, okay, this is your first time. You know, keep your expectations low. If you see 75 people, count it as a win. And, you know, and after a while, we just said, you know what? It'll be what it will be. We have 300 people. You know, and it was just like mm-hmm. awesome, you know. So, exactly. Um, I mean, we're there. We're part of the community. We'll do it. And, you know, and you already talked about gumbos. I'm telling you, when you talked about the brunch, I mean, Pam mentioned the brunch. When you started talking about the food, my mouth watered. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't even know. You've got to try it. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and so the food that you're talking about, um, to have this venue, um, to have a host, like what you're having. Now, is she going to do any kind of, will there be entertainment also with that during the brunch? Uh, not during the brunch itself, but so um, it's going to be eating from 11 to noon, and then from noon until 1 is the drag show. We'll let mm-hmm. everybody get their socialize, get their drinks, mm-hmm. loosen up their pocketbooks, <laughs> dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. This is, I mean, like I said, it has taken it from being just like to talk about it to like, this is a weekend. This is a weekend, folks, that you want to do. I mean, just yep. totally a weekend. Um and like you said, um, if they wanted to find out more about it, they can go to, like, there's a couple of there's a Macomb County Pride, uh, there's an ever-popular Facebook page they can go to and find out more about it. But the main thing is, point your car to Mount Clemens, come Friday, and plan on staying till Sunday. Exactly. Okay, well, we're going to take our second break, and then I want to circle back to what's for the future. So we'll be right back. Collections by Michelle Brown airs every Thursday at 7 p.m. You can subscribe now and listen to the podcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Be sure to like the Collections by Michelle Brown Facebook page and mark your calendar so you never miss an episode. This episode of Collections by Michelle Brown is brought to you in partnership with the Center for Peace Counseling and Holistic Healing Services, bringing balance to your mind, body, and spirit. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit the Center at www.thecenterforpeacellc.com. we're back here on Collections by Michelle Brown, and I am talking to Chris Kipp. We've been talking about Macomb County Pride. We talked about an amazing weekend that's coming up, October 15th, 16th, and 17th. But I want to go back to the organization and that community. Um, My experience with Mount Clemens, besides, you know, I rescued a cat and um, the vet... (laughs) The vet that I had committed to taking it back to was in Mount Clemens. But years ago, um, many years ago, because this young lady now is like, well, I must say like, she just graduated from high school. I had a friend, Ken Bing, who lived in Mount Clemens. And they, he and his partner were trying to adopt a young child. And there was uh, an issue. Like at some reason, like the mother 
something and they had to go to court. And he put a thing out not only to his friends in the LGBTQ community, but his friends and family in Mount Clemens. It was standing room only in that courtroom saying, this is a great couple. They were, this child is fortunate to be with them and in support of him. And that sort of gave, and even though there wasn't something specific about the LGBTQIA community, the fact that this community came out in support of these two gay men and their daughter. And they stayed there till they left the state. That's wow. awesome. You know, that and yeah, awesome. and you know, and and so it's like it's not like just suddenly there's been an influx of gay people moving to Mount Clemens. You've been there. The community yeah. has been welcoming and caring. Now it's just sort of coming together under this umbrella of Macomb Pride. Now, once you get this first Pride celebration under your belt, what role do you see Macomb County Pride continuing to have in that community and in the communities that all signed on for Pride? Um, the role that, so we're currently working with Pamela myself, still uh, so working with a woman uh, who runs uh, after school program and support organization um, for young women and young men to help them. Um, get through school, get to college. Um, it's a mentoring program that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has some LGBTQIA kids, and we're working with them. Uh, his organization for the girls is called Sparkle. Uh, for the boys, it's called Richie's Room. And we have started working with them. And then we're uh, right after Pride is over on October 19th, we're going to have a meeting with LGBTQIA Detroit um, to how do we bring in and create these services for these kids um, so that they can find their community, find their voice. Um, and that's really where we we don't necessarily want to open the centers, but we want to lay the groundwork for Mm -hmm. these places to come or to develop um, for the LGBTQIA community to serve the LGBTQIA community. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I I just, I, I think it is very honorable for the straight community to help us. And I, I, I don't want to, um, downplay that in any way, shape, or form. I am very grateful for that and to that. But there is, unless you've walked in the shoes and you've been a part, there are things that you miss mm-hmm. when helping somebody else um, through, on their path in their life. Yeah, it's so true. That's true. You know, and sometimes, right, you know, you can bring, as an ally, you can bring in certain skills, you can bring in information, but at a certain point, you have to, like I said, open the door and then let us come through and do it and build it and answer the questions that only another person from the community could answer or see the need that only another person from the community would recognize because they've walked that path. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing that I'm wondering is, like, I think it's phenomenal that you have all these businesses sign up, but one of the things that you hear from people is, like, yeah, well, everybody throws the rainbow flag up in June, but then come July, they're done. Okay, so all these com- these uh, businesses that you are, they're putting up the stickers, is it going to be, like, uh, a debrief or some kind of, what are the next steps where they can continue to, to let people know that they are welcoming establishments? Um, that is something that we are working on when we, so when we went around to the businesses and they said, oh, yes, we want to work with you. 
it wasn't a carte blanche like, okay, well, here's your sticker. It mm-hmm. was a pamphlet of, you know, this is what, when you say you want to work with us and, and support us, and this is what that means. And if you're willing to use somebody's proper pronouns, not stare at people, you know, not make out of the way comments, be welcoming, treat us as you would treat others, then, then you get the sticker. Then you are truly supportive of our organ, our community, and our organization. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see, you know, because you know, like your your organization, you got your nine board members. Do you ever see you um, being something like more formal, um, not forming another organization like affirmations or LGBT Detroit? But um, to be doing actions much like um, like an Equality Michigan, but only for Macomb County. Um, not at this time. There's something mm-hmm. we may grow into that in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but currently, our our current 5013C does not allow us to get mm-hmm. involved politically. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, right now, there's. I just feel there's such a need, or we feel there's such a need for the support organizations that the mm-hmm. we're hoping that the political organizations follow suit. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. let's get the support organizations in here to to help lift up the community, get them together, and then we can work on the politics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, because it will be there. No, I mean, and and there are because you have a a C three. You know, there are limitations as to what you're going to do there. But at Saturday, will there be anything as far as if someone, you know, uh, just information about things like voter registration or even like for our trans community, you're looking to like name changing and things that type of informational thing. There, both of those will be uh, there. Um, so Transgender Michigan will be there to help mm-hmm. with um, and as a support organization for the the name change. And then um, so we have Femmes for Dems that will have signed up to be there as mm-hmm. well as the Macomb County Democratic Committee has signed up to be there. And both of them are going to be registering people to vote. Mm-hmm. So one friend, you know, I ask every year I talk to Julian Music, who does Ferndale Pride. How soon will you start planning 2022 celebration after 22? <laughs> you know, like she's like, uh, well, you know, that night, after we shut up the next morning, I'm, I'm on it. But have you started thinking about going on into next year and – when will you start planning, and how can people become involved if they go like, "Wow, this is really great! I wish I'd known. I want to help." Um, so we have already started planning next Yay! year. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's just things that we know are successes that we definitely want to carry over, and then um, some of it is waiting to. We don't necessarily know that we want to have a. Pride in June, maybe mm-hmm. you know, maybe October works. Maybe not mid October, but um, well, we'll see how the weather works. It's Michigan, you know. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but we haven't set a date yet. There, we have already started planning. Um, so the we have two midway companies, provided COVID allows that have both said, you know, we would love to support you next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so potentially we could have a midway company next year. We really, really hope so. Um, I would love to promise that, but at this point I cannot. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we've definitely already started planning for next year. Um, and it's anybody who wants to get involved, by all means, go to our website. Uh, you can. There's a volunteer uh, um, 
form you can fill out. And we, aside from this pride, there are other, we are going to do the Santa Parade in downtown Mount Clemens, when, um, uh, which is Thanksgiving weekend, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We need help with that and people to walk with us. And, mm-hmm. um, we haven't decided on a theme or you know what we're going to do exactly, but we know that we are going to walk in that praise or presence mm-hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, we are always moving, going. <laughs> it's already started, but there will definitely be a um, after this particular pride is over. There will be a what was a success and what was not a success, and I, you know, we're definitely keeping this. That didn't really work. We're letting that go, mm-hmm. um, and how we can change, grow, and evolve to be bigger and better next year. Now, some of those municipalities who didn't like sign on, you know, um, do you think that were some of them like taking like a wait and see attitude, and are you expecting that? Next year, it will be more than the eight? Yes, mm-hmm. um, absolutely. I think that some of them are, are doing the wait and see, and some of them gave us the more conservative areas, I think, will be a uh, fight, and that's not necessarily a fight, but they um, kind of blew us off with these politically um, – innocuous statements like, oh, we mm-hmm. don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, at that, during that time, we will definitely be looking for volunteers to come with us and sit in their city council meetings to let our presence be known. Like, Hey, we're here. We live here. You know, this resolution is important to us. All right. Visibility matters. And, you know, there are some people who question prides, but I know so many people who over the years will say it was after they went to that first pride um, and they were out and they thought that it helped them go back to, they might have snuck in, you know, they might have snuck down to Ferndale, but then they went back to their community, standing a little taller, feeling a little prouder, and also maybe they ran into somebody who they knew, and one voice became two and became more. And, you know, like they talk about changing hearts and minds. Sometimes what you have to start with is just moving hearts and minds. And that's what we do whenever we celebrate pride. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Chris, I want to thank you for taking this time today. Oh. Um so thank you, you is all mine. Thank you. Thank you yeah. very much for Well um, I will see you this weekend. I'm lining up the poetry. <laughs> I'm lining <laughs> up the poetry, you know. Uh, um I have um a series of things that I've done over the years at different prides and I think that I'm gonna try to put together my pride package, you know. I have awesome. my stickers, have my rainbows, have my T shirts, I'm gonna be there. I, <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> oh, I just got so super excited. Oh, and I, I can't wait to meet you in person and, you know, get to know Mount Clemens a little better. You know, I do have another appointment for the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, it was like a rescue cat who came with an illness, and I had signed a thing saying I would take him back to, you know, this vet who happens to be in Mount Clemens. So, you know, because of the cat, I'll... I'm, I'll be back to Mount Clemens, but I'm going to come because of the work you guys are doing. I am so excited. I am so happy. Every time I see another Pride celebration pop up, particularly in Michigan, it makes me feel just like so great. I thank you. I thank your board. I thank your community because you know what? You didn't know. You didn't know what people were going to say when you went out and said, we want to do this. And you gave them the opportunity to say yes, to be, to show that they want to be, have an inclusive and welcoming community. So I thank you for that. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
that was that was very um, heartwarming to say the least to mm-hmm. to have that. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'm going to wish you a fond farewell. Um, I will see you. I know I'm going to see you Saturday if I don't see you Friday, but I will definitely see you Saturday and I'll see you Sunday at Gumbo's. Awesome. <laughs> yes. So excited. Oh, I am so excited to shoot. Chris, thank you again. Thank you. Okay, well, you have a good the rest of your day, okay? You as well. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I want to thank my guest, Chris Kipp. Chris serves on the board of Macomb County Pride. The organization is hosting its first Pride event in downtown Mount Clemens beginning October 15th with a pub crawl and ending on the 17th with a drag brunch at Gumbo's Restaurant. The main event is Saturday, October 16th, featuring great entertainment, vendors, and a celebration. Be sure and follow Collections by Michelle Brown Blog Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And let us know if you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future show. You can listen to this or past episodes of a show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or Blog Talk Radio. Join us next week when I'll introduce you to another amazing individual living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality and creating change right here on Collections by Michelle Brown. Thank you for listening.